Thanks for tuning in to Little Colors of Love Book Talk, where both kids and their parents can come to hear multicultural stories, book discussions, and interviews from some of their favorite children's authors. Here, we give voice to the often voiceless by sharing diverse childhood experiences. And now, your host, the author, educator, and literary advocate, the book talkiest of all, Asia Goldson. Welcome to another episode of Little Colors of Love Books, where today we are actually interviewing author Jenny De La Cruz, and she'll be sharing with us her wonderful book, Mama Can I Sleep With You? Welcome, Jenny. Thank you for having me, Ashea. Oh, wow. This is, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. So before we start talking about the actual book, Jenny, if you could just give us a little bit about yourself and get to know you a little better. So I am a mental health counselor, um, a mother of two active boys, a wife, and an author. So I wear many hats. I love to go cycling and um, I do have a um, certificate where I do practice yoga and do some personal training as well. And so, yeah, I I guess I dabble in a little bit of everything. Well, it helps me with my self-care. Right. That sounds great. Okay. So, you, yeah, you do wear many hats, uh, the mental health, uh, the yoga, and the personal. So, you're definitely taking good care of yourself, I'm sure. I'm trying to. You know, you you have to practice what you preach. And, you know, as a mental health therapist, I also get counseling from time to time because, you know, we all need it, especially during um, this challenging time of COVID-19 and social distancing. Oh, yes. It's definitely a challenging time. Wow. Okay. So you have your hands full. So I know this did not come about from boredom. So what made you decide to write a book? Yes. Yes. Well, to be honest with you, my youngest son, who's four years old, inspired me to write this latest book, Mama, Can I Sleep With You Tonight? And it's all about helping children to cope with the impact of Mm COVID-19. And, you know, I kid you not, um, Ashea, on April 5th at 3 a.m., I can never forget, my son woke me up Mm -hmm. to share his big feelings and big fears surrounding this pandemic and social distancing. And, of course, you know, in the middle of the night, I'm tired, but I, I really tried my best to really listen to right. what he had to share, you know. Right. Let me tell you, as soon as he was done, he fell right back to sleep, and I was up. You were up, of course. <laughs> yeah, and so I did what I always tell my clients not to do. I picked up my phone, and I just started writing. I was on Google Docs. Listen, all the ideas kept flooding to me. It's like I had to catch it. You know, right, right. It was just like what I observed in him, my mm-hmm. older son, the children in our community, and even my own clients, my private practice. Mm-hmm. And I just put it all into the draft of this book. Um, and at the, I would say at 6 a.m., when my husband finally woke up, I said, Hey, babe, you gotta you check out this draft I wrote last night. He's like, What? <laughs> <Where are all laughs> right wow so he was just like okay and he listened to me read it right and he just was so silent at first I was just like um 
Mm-hmm. That hit me like a ton of bricks because he said, I remember feeling all those feelings one day at work. He said, you have to write this book. It's not just for kids. It's for adults, too. And that's when I knew definitely. I was called to write it. Definitely. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's definitely for uh, adults as well. We're all going through it. Yes. Wow. So without uh, giving away too much, because we mm-hmm. want to leave some surprises, um, just give us a little synopsis of your book. Sure, sure. You know, as a counselor, I definitely had to, you know, implement and and put some of the, you know, emotional intelligence factors into the book. Mm-hmm. Because yes. all the books um, from Cobbs Creek Publishing, that is the publishing company I started, they all focus on promoting emotional intelligence and critical thinking mm-hmm. skills. And so in the story, I do go through the five stages of grief and loss because I noticed that, you know, from watching my sons and my clients that we're all going through these stages. And so real quick, the stages are denial, anger, sadness, bargaining, and acceptance. Mm -hmm. And so you can see how in the beginning of the story, the son, he's in denial. You know, there's a line he says, I don't want to believe that COVID-19 is real. And the mom says, trust me, son, I don't either. Many -hmm. people are worried about getting sick and we worry about the people we care about. And the son is just reminiscing on how he misses friends. Right. Going to the park, you know, when will this all end? And, you know, um, there's some really things that really hit home like you know i can't stop feeling sad i miss nana hugs and her good stories but i don't want to get her sick right and so and 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 the main character talks about how his stomach stomach feels like it's full of knots and Mm -hmm. i have descriptive words like that because sometimes it's hard for children to say how they feel but they they know they can feel in their bodies Mm -hmm. you know and it's important to give them the tools, the vocabulary that this book does so that they can say, yeah, I remember the last time my stomach felt like it's full of knots. Maybe that's because I'm, I'm anxious at this point. And it really gives them the ability to, to communicate, which is so empowering for children, especially during this time period. Mm. Definitely. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Just, Mm. uh, this book was so uh, impactful. Yeah, I was like, I definitely have to get her on here. Thank you. I think, yes, I think this is definitely needed at this time. So, okay, so once you decided this is such an important topic, I have to write this book, and you made that decision, um, how long did it take you to, um, I guess, actually get it, get the wheels turning, get it into motion? Yeah, yeah. Well, it didn't take me too long because um, I have experience with, um, this is my second book. Right. So my okay. first book definitely took longer because, you know, I had to find an illustrator. I had yes. to find the people who would format it. But since mm-hmm. I already uh, knew, had these connections, it was just right. like, let's get the wheels turning. So like I said, you know, April 5th, that's when my son woke me up to share these his big feelings. Mm-hmm. And then this book was, published on june 1st so i mean it was already available for people to purchase on amazon and barnes and noble um and so really it took less than two months to do it which which is really like rare Mm -hmm. it is 
it is. But we need it. We need it now. Yeah. <laughs> COVID is now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is now. We definitely need it now. Excellent. All right. So tell us about your writing, your process, everything that that went on from from that that night uh, that mm-hmm. you that you had the idea up until it became a finished pro- uh, finished finished product. Um, and so from that night when my son woke up at three, I would say that after he fell asleep. It took me three hours to complete mm-hmm. the first draft. So, I mean, the book was completed. Of course, it was in a very rough right. draft. Right, right. But the whole story was completed. And that is, um, has never happened to me. So, it's not like I'm okay. this, this skilled, like, super writer. <laughs> uh, I do believe that, um, you know, this was something I felt compelled to do. I was called. Yeah. Yes, yes. And and that's why that fire was there to mm-hmm. to write all these ideas. Like I said, right, it was yeah. a gift. So, but <laughs> my first book um, definitely took me, I want to say, like um, six to eight months. Gotcha. Right, right. So I don't want people out there like, oh man, I'm working on this manuscript and for years. <laughs> don't you know? Don't guilt right. yourself. Right, right. You know, um. Mm-hmm. Because the process is different for everyone, and timing uh, is different. And sometimes it's, it's okay. things need to marinate a little bit mm-hmm. before it comes out. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yeah. I, I think this this book here it was a gift. <laughs> yeah, Something yeah. And you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly, you know, I I am a believer, and mm-hmm. so I I do credit God for um, yeah. because you know I don't think I'm all that in a bag of chips, but. <laughs> funny well we, we think differently we think differently we think you're all that <laughs> okay so you so good so you by this being your uh, not your first book so that helped to expedite the process which is wonderful for all of us who needed this book and um so you got it rolling tell us about your uh the, the actual publishing journey yeah and so once i was able to get the uh draft the first draft completed uh from there i was able to connect with um my close friend uh dr premise she's actually one of our editors uh you can check her out if you go to cows creek publishing mm-hmm. and um you should see all the staff members there but under our team wonderful yeah and so she was able to help me uh, edit the first draft, get it all cleaned up. We also have, side note, another writer on our team, Halima Jones, who's putting together her series, which I'm excited about. Okay. And we have an audiobook narrator. If anyone's looking for a voice Ooh. for the audiobook, Cindy Gaston, she's excellent. But anyway, going back, uh, yeah. And so once she was able to edit of course i have to put it to work to do the revisions and then from there um i was able to find two more editors i like to to work with more than one editor because i find that you know we're all human yes (laughs) even if that is your profession Mm -hmm. sometimes you just miss something and you know it is what it is Mm -hmm. and so i would always say to um authors you definitely want to have more than one and don't get upset if they miss something like i said we're all human but the last person to edit it definitely has to be a copy um 
mm-hmm. editor to make sure to, right. to catch anything. But the first editor was, was a developmental editor. And they really help you to, to make sure that your story is like storyline and mm-hmm. the characters. And so they work with, and so there's different types of editors. And so that's important to know when you're, you're shopping around. Mm-hmm. And then from there, once it was uh, met, the, I guess, quality check of those three editors, right? I pretty much um, went to work with the same illustrator that I worked with my previous book, um, Danko Herrera. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I love the fact that you can work with anyone. He lives in Latin America and I have never spoken to this man. Um, right. he has, he has, uh, it's just email. He has, uh, illustrated my, um, uh, my first two children's books and my latest book that came out called How Is Your Summer? It's, it's actually for adults, mm. uh, for teachers and, uh, parents. Wow. Uh, he designed a cover for me. And so I think it's awesome with this age that you can collaborate with right. different people from across the globe. Mm-hmm. And so we're not limited to, you know. Right. I love it too. I absolutely love it. I do so, so much collaboration. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. Hopefully that answers your question. Oh, it definitely does. Definitely does. Great. So, uh, so have you had any uh, hardship uh, during the, the process? Anything that, you know, maybe you you do it differently or maybe gave you a particular challenge? Yeah. You know, I think that with writing, writing is something that comes easier to me than marketing. And I think as authors, we have to also wear that hat and that can be challenging. Um, And so I, I I find with every book that I put out, there's always like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I wish I did this marketing wise. And so I know like, for instance, publishers weekly, Mm-hmm. Um, if, if any author wants their book to be um, highlighted there, they have to send their manuscript three months before, right? It needs to be considered. And so there's things like that. If you don't know, then it's like you right. kind of missed out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, I mean, that is an example. But of course, I I didn't really have three months in this situation. <laughs> it was like right. right. This is the here and now, and I need to just do it because mm-hmm. it's just so essential. And so, so I, I think sometimes, yeah, um, you know, you have to kind of count the cost to say, do I wait or do I strike the iron that while it's hot? hot? Yes, so true. These are the big decisions, right? Yeah. All right. All right, Jenny. So, um, wonderful. Where, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. What, tell us a little bit about your other books that are, that you have available. I know you have a few yeah. others. So the, the book about COVID that we just talked about is mm-hmm. geared towards ages four mm-hmm. through seven for those who are interested. And then the first book, Fridays with Miss Melange Haiti, is geared towards uh, children uh, ages seven to 12. Okay. It's a little older. And um, it's just an exciting story of Haiti's tumultuous history. And this this, this book keeps children engaged with questions. Uh, All the books that I um, have, that I create, have questions to, again, to promote the critical thinking skills. And it really demonstrates the importance of, you know, just developing a strong sense of identity while the diversity of the characters 
allows all children to identify with the characters in the story. So I was very intentional about, you know, like the main mm-hmm. character of the story. She has Vida Ligo. Okay. Uh, one of the characters, um, you know, is sitting in a wheelchair. You know, okay, things yeah. that you normally, you know, may not see in a picture book where these uh, children are not represented, you know, right. with disabilities or, you know, in one of the characters is actually Native American. Mm. And he talks about how he makes a connection when the teacher talks about the Taino mm-hmm. um, and the genocide. And he says, oh, that's just like, you know, what happened to my ancestors right. um, in the U.S. And so this book, again, is, is not sugarcoated. It's inappropriate, but I don't sugarcoat it. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we tell the real history and they have vocabulary words that are in bold that students can go to the glossary to learn more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have parents who come afterwards and say, oh, my goodness, I learned so much from this right. story. You know, for, for example, many people don't know that um, Haiti was the first constitution in 1804 that recognized that all men are created equal. Um, in fact, their constitution was so revolutionary that... Mm-hmm. They had the audacity to say that if any enslaved African arrived to the shores of Haiti, they would be free. And, you know, 1804, you know, right. slavery, transatlantic slave yes. trade was still happening. Alive and well. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so this was very revolutionary. That is, yes, yes. And what is the name of that book again? It's called Fridays with Miss Melange Haiti. And I do want to note um, that both of the books are uh, read out loud at our YouTube channel Ooh. at Cops Creek Publishing. And I did that intentionally because I know there's folks out there, you know, parents who, you know, they lost their jobs because right. of this pandemic. That's not the first thing they're thinking about is getting no. the children's book. And so I wanted to make sure there was no barriers. That's and funny. so um, I, I actually read both of the books there. And I have my friend, Teacher Wiggins, who um, she does the American Sign Language interpretation as I read them. Oh, that's wonderful. I love, I love that there's an educational piece with Thank all of your you. writing. I love this. You know, I guess that's the teacher yeah. in me. <laughs> but I love it. Yeah, I'm so. Yeah. I'm going to have to feature that book as well on my uh, Oh, I would appreciate that. Oh, yeah. oh, and then my final book is actually talking about teachers. It's actually made for um, teachers and caregivers and moms and dads it's called how was your summer Mm -hmm. and um it's about fostering critical conversations with students and so this book um has 30 15 minute activities that can be done like once a week Mm. and really the goal is to have conversations that help promote mental health coping skills, and also talk about challenging topics, you know, that surrounded the Black Lives Matter movement, activities to foster trust and community, you know, Mm, and reduce anxiety. And so I think this is something you may be interested in. And it's, um, like I said, it's comprehensive. So I break the activities down, for example, for the age group. So each activity, I'll say like for K through Grades K two through three. This is what you're gonna do, and vice versa. Right. Okay. That sounds like a great resource. Definitely got to get my hands on these books. So, um, 
okay, so while we're on that topic, how can we get our hands on these books? Yes. Well, you can go to my website, mm -hmm. Cobbs Creek publishing.com um i'm also on instagram at cows creek publishing and on facebook and all these books are available uh, at the major retailers like barnes and noble Wonderful. and amazon but i would also encourage you to support your local bookstores and order it from there as well okay good idea always want to support uh, local communities Absolutely. Excellent. Okay, so that's where we're, we can get this book, which is great. Now tell our public, you know, uh, where they can reach out to you. Let's say they want to talk to you about the book. Sure, sure. You can reach out to me. Again, our website, CosscreekPublishing.com. Mm -hmm. If you hit contact, it'll have all my information, my email. And so you can shoot me an email and I'll be more than happy to support you with any questions that you have. I also do virtual um, author visits and uh, I, I just had a meeting uh, right before our call. Uh, I, I met with the um, Black Women Educators Association Okay. and I was able to provide them with tools on how to connect virtually with their students in an emotional way because that has been a challenge you know yes. there's a screen there and so i'm more than happy to support educators to have workshops for them or even to have uh, a read out loud um of the books okay. uh, with students and parents that sounds great that sounds great I'm, I'm sure that a lot of people listening are going to uh be needing that service as well well, I've enjoyed so much enjoyed talking to you. I wish we could just talk for longer about these books. But um, before you go, um, can, if you can leave anyone uh, who's listening, it may be a potential writer, it might be a, another children's book author, it may be a, a parent, somebody who's just interested in a book, uh, whoever may be listening, um, what piece of advice would you offer them? I would encourage them... Uh, to, you know, be just try to be consistent. A lot of times it seems like when you have a book that you want to write, it can seem like a project, mm -hmm. like a mountain of a project. And you might say, oh, man, I don't know. When will I have time to do this? And I would just want to say that these books, um, I have a mother of two active boys. And so what I did will work for me, may not work for you. But what I did is I made sure that I got up early before they got up. I would spend that maybe um, 45 minutes to an hour riding. And after I put them down, I that hour riding. And so so during those time periods when I was riding, you know, um, you know, I missed out on some stuff. You know, right. like I, I would, you know, people would say, oh, did you see the latest episode of so-and-so? I, nope. I am not watching no episodes right now. <laughs> okay. And so right. what I'm trying to say is you can't do it all. And so, like <laughs> yeah. And so you might have to take a break from binge watching. You know, we, we yes. have our favorite show. You know right, what this right. pleasure is. And guess what? That show will always be there, the reruns True. for you. True. And try to be to be disciplined and say, for this, you know, time period, I'm gonna focus and be disciplined. And let me tell you, once you start, you won't be able to stop. I so agree with you. I so agree with you. 
thank you so much, Jenny. I've just loved, uh, enjoyed talking to you so much. Same thank, here. Thank you for uh, joining our show. Uh, definitely going to check out that website and get my hands on some of these uh, great items. Awesome. Awesome. Again, thank you and enjoy the rest of your day. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Little Colors of Love Book Talk. I hope that you've enjoyed our little author segment. Um, and you can check us out uh, at Instagram at Little Colors of Love Book. Get more information on these book talks. It's been awesome. Join us again next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.